Hello everybody and welcome back to my channel. I am your host, Davin James. I'm glad to have you all here with me here today. Just a quick reminder, if you're new to the channel, please like and subscribe to my channel as it helps a bunch with the YouTube algorithm and it really means a lot to me, especially as a new YouTuber who's currently at like five subscribers and is trying to get the channel to grow a little bit. So if you wouldn't mind helping me out, that would be very much appreciated. Now with that being said, let's get on with today's episode, shall we? So on the weekend, I watched the first two Equalizer movies with Denzel Washington. The first one I had seen way back when it came out. The second one I actually had never seen for some weird reason, even though I really liked the first one. But I guess like, the second one, which came out like 2018, just slipped my mind for some weird reason. Even though I really like Denzel Washington, I think he's a fantastic actor. And fun fact as well, the Equalizer movies is his first trilogy of movies that he's ever done in his career, which I find really interesting. Um, like I haven't seen much of his work in a long time. No, I've seen some of his past hits, like Training Day and whatnot, but I haven't seen anything he's been in in recent times, sort of thing. Maybe I need to catch up with some of his movies, but I am a big fan of his work. And the first two movies were really great, in my opinion. Really fun, really creative action movies. It didn't rely on the same old, same old action movie formula sort of thing. They actually made you care about the character of Robert McCaw, which is played by Denzel Washington, and the stuff that he does to help um, the side characters in the movie, you know, because he's trying to, like, right the wrongs of his past. And it makes you care about the story overall, which I really like. I know most people just go into, like, an action movie just for the action, which is perfectly fine. But for me... I usually like a bit of story as well, a little bit more depth to the characters to make me care a bit more. But this weekend, I'm actually going to see the third Equalizer movie, which I'm really excited for. And I'm hoping, you know, it's just going to be the same as the first two. Which makes sense, because that's got the same director, as you can see here. Um, I don't know how you pronounce his name, so I apologise, because I'm not going to actually try to pronounce it, because I don't want to ruin the guy's name by butchering it. But I came across this article on Unilad.com and I was quite interested in it because it talked about de-aging and de-aging in movies and sometimes TV has been a regular thing these days. Um, you know, Star Wars did it with the Mandalorian where they de-aged Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill, back in like season one or two, I think it was season two. And some people liked it, some people did not like it. And that seems to be the common thread with de-aging technology. Some people really love it. Other people are like, yeah, maybe not do that again. You know, maybe just get like a stunt double in or body double or whatever and try and do it that way. Each to their own. You know, sometimes I don't mind it. Other times I agree. Maybe it's a bit weird. Like the facial features are a bit weird. And it seems very obvious and it's CGI. Which you don't want because I put you out of the movie or TV series that you're watching. But that being said, this was actually the agent technology that is talked about for the third Equalizer movie. And the director hinted that it could possibly still happen if he was to do, was to do an Equalizer origin movie, which actually was talked about with his Denzel Washington's son. Like the director was like, yeah, I would love to do an origin movie of, um, the Equalizer, but with his son. So I thought, okay, so if you do an origin story with his son, Denzel Washington's son, who looks pretty much a little bit like him, 
you don't really need the de-aging technology. Like that's pretty spot on. But depending on how far you're willing to go, on how far back your story goes, whether it be for the CIA or you know whatever it may be, then maybe you would probably want to de-age way 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 back. But again, it all depends on what you're talking about with this character. I'm not talking about, but what you're planning on doing with this character and possibly where the story, if the story really needs it, sort of thing, if that makes sense. And another fun fact, um, the Equalizer 2. The crew who worked on the movie actually said that the movie should be called The Sequelizer, which I actually quite found funny. <laughs> I found it a little bit tongue-in-cheek but I thought, actually, that actually makes a lot of sense. And it makes, a, it makes a great title for the movie. Even if, you know, some people might not like it. Some people might think, oh, it's a little bit on the nose, you know. But, you know, who cares? It's fun. I would have I gone without 100%. But, you know, obviously, you can't really um, do that sort of thing without approval. So, it is what it is. But The Equalizer 3 was confirmed last year by Washington who said in January 22 that the film script had been completed and he had gotten back into shape for his action scenes. The Equalizer director has now actually revealed that he had considered using new technologies to de-age the actor, like what we saw with Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones and The Dial of Destiny. And that's a perfect example right there. Some people had massive complaints over that movie to do with the CGI, especially with the de-aging. Some people felt it didn't look good, um, some people felt like you could still obviously tell that this guy is not as old, um, as young as you are making him out to be in this movie. So people had issues with that. The movie was a disappointment, unfortunately. Like I had some expectations for Indiana Jones. I'm not a huge fan of the franchise. I've seen like the first movie, but I'm a big Harrison Ford fan, and this was going to be his swan song for the Indiana Jones franchise. So I was hoping that it would have gone out with a ban, but. Unfortunately, it didn't happen, but that's a story for another day, I suppose. <laughs> but in a recent interview, the director of the Equalizer trilogy said that, well, was asked if he had considered using the technology to knock a few years off the core, to which he replied, I definitely thought about it a lot. And while it had been believed that the Equalizer 3 would be the last outing for Washington's core, with promos teasing the final chapter, but let's be honest here, we've seen this a lot in movies. If the movie does well, there's a possibility that Denzel Washington might come back for a fourth film or a fifth film, however films they might plan on doing. It's a good chance he will. We've seen it before in many movies. Money talks, basically. And if a film tanks and doesn't do well, yeah, we're probably not going to see a third one or you know another sequel or whatever. But if it does really well, then some conversations might actually end up happening. Although right now, because of the writer's strike and actor's strike, actor's strike that's going on in Hollywood, we're probably not going to hear about any future plans for the Equalizer movie anytime soon, unless this strike happens to end within the next year or so. Or not, not, the, ex not the next year or so, but within, you know, time. You know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know how long these strikes usually go on for. Um, it could be a long time, really, but it all depends on negotiations and how much time 
takes it takes two negotiations to actually happen to where everyone's comfortable with what they're gonna be receiving, you know, but it is what it is. Um and the director did say that he's gonna be keeping an eye on a close eye on he's gonna be keeping a close eye on the technology in regard to creating a possible origin movie about Robert McCaw. And like I said, I would do his son. I would put his son in the movie because why not? It makes perfect sense in my opinion. But he said that, especially now with the new, new technology and AI and all that kind of stuff, he went on, is there a story to be told about how McCall became this person, the younger version? I've had that conversation with Richard Wank. Wank. I don't want to say Wank, but Wank. <laughs> Who co-wrote all three of the Equalizers movies quite a bit. The director went on to praise the technology which we also saw using Martin Scorsese's The Irishman, which was for Netflix, saying that it was very realistic and that those who used the technology did it very skilly or skillfully. Now, I've not seen The Irishman. I really want to watch it because I like Robert De Niro. I like Al Pacino. And I think Joe Pesci's in the movie as well. But like the movie is like almost three hours long. And I'm like, oh, I don't do well with three hours movies. For the most part, anyway. So I've kind of been like, oh, I don't know about that. And I've heard it's not very good. Even the um, AI defect technology or whatever it is they did, I heard that's not very good. Obviously, you should make your own opinion up, which is, you know, very fair. But, like, I'm not too sure. I might get around to watching it at some point. But right now, I'm okay with not watching it. So it's not like on my top bucket list of movies I need to watch. Sort of thing. Um, but like I said, before you, you, before he said rather, before you get on, you know, too excited, he had actually talked to Denzel Washington about the idea. I haven't talked to Denzel yet, he said. It's all so fresh, and now, I'm new, sorry. I'm still watching the technology, I've watched House and Ford's films, and I know there's other movies coming out. I think Sony has one coming up with Tom Hanks soon, and I'm hearing that technology is getting better and better and better. So I'm kind of watching it to see where it goes. And now we just have to wait and see, I suppose. And yes, I am very aware I probably butchered a few words um, during this recording. And, you know, it is what it is with me. You get what you get. <laughs> sometimes I can speak perfect great English. Sometimes I butcher it. Even though English is my first language, I still butcher it sometimes. It is what it is. <laughs> but, um, overall, I'm very excited for The Equalizer 3. I hope this does really well. I can't wait to see it. I hope we get a good packed audience to see it with. But probably not, because most movies these days don't really get a jam packed house unless it's Barbie or Oppenheimer or whatever. <laughs> or Barbieheimer, for those who are in on the meme. But in terms of this new AI technology, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I don't like to see movies rely on too much technology, like CGI and whatnot, unless that's the purpose of the film, you know, where a film is one big whole blockbuster CGI fest. It can be fun, but other times it can be quite meh. It kind of takes you out of it at some point. But like I said, I'm very excited to see The Equalizer. I'm interested in seeing how much further technology goes with AI and deepfake. 
And that, that's one of the purpose of this strike going on in Hollywood right now is AI. Like that's a big massive conversation in Hollywood. Many actors don't like the fact, or writers and directors as well, don't like the fact that AI could be taking over people's jobs in the near future. You know, it won't have to depend on real life actors. It won't have to depend on real life writers. We could just get AI in and they'll do all the work for you. And some people are like, well, no, because that kind of takes the art away from filmmaking, which I agree. Filmmaking is a massive, important art. And I love filmmaking. Even though I'm not a writer or director or anything like that, I have a very deep passion for filmmaking. I love knowing about filmmaking. I love learning about movies, how they're done, uh, you know, how a scene was filmed, you know, loads of different things. I love knowing about what movies are coming out ahead of time. Who's writing on what, who's directing what, who's possibly starring in what. Stuff like that. I'm a big, massive film geek. And I think, you know, if you take away the art of filmmaking, then you've got no filmmaking in a sense. Like, that's all gone away for AI. And yeah, AI could be great. It could be wonderful. But it takes away the actual love and passion these people have for filmmaking. And that's something I don't want to see, you know. But it's a matter of waiting time. No, waiting to see. That's the one. Wait and see. So with that being said, let me know your thoughts. What do you think about AI possibly taking over, you know, Hollywood, the filmmaking aspect of things? What do you think of defaked or de-aging technology? Are you excited for the Equalizer movie, the first one, if you've seen any of the previous two that is? Just let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Even if you just want to say hi or anything like that. I'm always open just to reply to a random comment. Hopefully it was a good comment like this. But with that being said, thank you all for listening and watching. Until next time, take care, stay safe, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.